right, Eric, and we're here. It's Friday, isn't it? I hear it that is. it's Friday. Thank it is. God now, it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday here. And this week, we are going to be doing a Batman Catwoman, Bat Cat number three by Tom King. Now, as we were getting ready to record, I heard the untimely passing, Eric, of one of the fat boys. You know, Prince Marky D. D went down. Now, to go with the theme of the podcast, am I He's now right doing my impersonation of a human beatbox or am I a gorilla like Gorilla Grunt? Oh, 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 oh. What is that? Is that beatbox or I think gorilla? You just can't catch your this breath. is a game that is beatbox, Eric. How dare now, you? Now, which one is this? Oh, 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 oh. That's gorilla. How dare Eric. you? <laughs> That's what that is. I don't Rest like in this peace, game. Prince. I'd like to know where he was a prince of. I want to know where the king is of beatboxing. And as you know, I already know that. That's Dougie Fresh, Eric. Obviously. And we are done with the hip hop podcast for the week. It's funny too. People we like got one more fat boy left. I don't know these guys. No, I'm freaking. That's the thing. Dougie Fresh was by himself. Eric, he's the <laughs> other human beatbox. There's a lot that claimed that title. Uh but yeah, my my uh, rap knowledge kind of ends around '92. And grunge took over then for me, right? Grunge, <laughs> fucking flip flopper. Here I'm all about this rap That's until right. this white guy with long hair is oh, depressed. I, I'm all I about love, this. I loved NWA, loved them so much because it, it hit. You were just the, chasing those fads. Well, that's the thing, though. I really, really love Run DMC and all that, and even like the fun rap and the party rap, Eric. Yeah. But then when NWA hit, that was the grunge of the hip hop set. And then grunge hit, which was the grunge of the rock set. And then I didn't know what happened. I ended up with the whole deal. Uh, and I have a big giant gap where, you know, small rappers like a Tupac Shakur yeah, you know, or maybe a Biggie, you know, all those. Uh, I, I was not that dumb. The next thing that really caught my eye, Eric, it's not really a trend or anything, was like Dr. Dre and Snoop, you know, the chronic. Oh, my God. I was the first one, Eric. I, nobody had heard of that until 2010. When I ended well, up at least dropping 2001, that. when the other chronic <laughs> came out, I know. Uh, I remember people like I had actually said, ah, "I'm not into that type of rap." I'm like, "What? It's smoking pot rap now." I don't know. I lost it. I'm too old for this shit. Is what I said to Danny Glover. He agreed. It's Eric. The chronic. Of he agreed. I didn't know what that meant. I thought that maybe he had some condition that he needed to go to the doctor for. I'm telling you, he's Dr. Dre, and it's the chronic. I thought he sprained his ankle. He can't diagnose himself. Well, there there you go. I think he was. That's the problem. He started medicating himself. I thought he had shin splints or something, and that was the rap. Oh, God, I got the chronic. (laughs) I was running around just the other day, and I got shin splints. What do I say? There you go. Isn't that on the chronic, too? Maybe. Isn't it? You know, I don't know. I ended up seeing the videos. I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 this isn't me anymore. And and then even then, there I never was, done. was a you though. Well, at that point, this is me. Uh, by that point, Kurt Cobain had died. So I don't know. I started stepping it up. And then I was, you know, calling out people and serving them. I just go with the trends, Eric. You didn't know about so, my, like, like, sir, your orders up. Exactly, your fries are on. You, you didn't Calling get. Out you didn't them? know me. You didn't know me during my "You've been served" phase of the late two thousand before two thousand ten. Oh my god! Just imagine me dancing around. <laughs> I, there's nobody getting served then. And they're like, "Why? Why does this guy?" Have, then again, I need to call Doctor Dre because I needed. They thought I needed a doctor, Eric. I, I was shaking and a jive, and I don't know. Here we are. Here but we instead, are. You just Eric. got the Doctor Dre who was hanging with that lover. I did. did. That guy, is he alive still? We could have, is he alive or dead? He was a big guy as well. I do like Ed Lover, though. I don't have the Ed Lover dance queued up. So I I wish that I did. But we're not here for that, right? We're here to talk about that book of the week that doesn't quite fit with the rest because we're going through future state. We're doing our Friday night, you know, thank God, God it's Friday show to try to differentiate all the books that aren't future state right now. We're going to jump into this book that goes into the future <laughs> it does right <laughs> all right Eric. Yeah. Would you See? all right yes so we we have this though and it does go to the future i don't know how long this version lasts i, I just was <laughs> really hoping you weren't gonna go uh, and do it after that long so we end up where <laughs> that i didn't remember exactly how because at one point i had a very long version but yeah we end up going into this and 
if you are playing at home, you'll know that we haven't really been talking about in any of the podcasts anymore the Rorschach book or the Strange Adventures book. This is the third of the trifecta here. This is the we're one that- We're kind of talking about it. We're not talking well, about the podcast. We we're talk not about doing it about the podcast. But with this, this is the one that we would have the most connection with anyway, going through all of Tom King's run. All Poor of that. Adam kinda, Strange. You know, kind of getting upset with it at points, maybe even getting upset with it before a lot of other people did. We had a little vindication, but it's hard to say vindication- uh, of you know hate eric i don't want to get into that but we ended up where we didn't like the the deal you hated immediately when bruce ends up saying to alfred way back in like 24 of the run uh, hey uh alfred selena you know catwoman stole some shit from us oh my god he's checking the silverware the paintings no no she stole the night it drove you Terrible nuts line. what, what so, is that she stole something of it oh my Al- sir what is she stealing? she stole the night i'm like fuck <laughs> you batman and go, even go at go that cry point on a couch somewhere what are you talking about she stole the night go be batman that was the first time that Alfred did die in the run. Eric, he died inside. He realized that his master was a dick. And so you end up where before the wedding, what I want to tell everybody, if they hadn't been listening to us or whatnot, or just jumping in here, we're not the biggest Tom King fans. And it started before the wedding. It wasn't one thing. It wasn't just, oh, man, you lied to us about the wedding. I'm out. It was a lot of little things that kept adding up, adding up and never getting solved. So when you get into this back cat book, it really seemed like, okay, we're going to review it. We're going to read it, but it's not necessarily for us. This is for the people who wanted that extra 15 issues that they think Tom King got yanked from. This was what you were going to get then, though. It really doesn't make sense that that would be because if that was the fact, Clay Men never would have been able to keep a schedule. That's just me, Eric. But with that, I'm enjoying this enough. I, I'm I'm not at a point where I want to stop reading it or talk about it. And so it's kind of like I'm I'm giving you the M.O. overall of how much we didn't like Tom King just to kind of pull it out and say that we actually don't mind this yet. But What's the thing is you had the main Batman run coming out twice a month and of something you don't like. You love Batman, but you don't like the way that he's being portrayed for this years long run. Here at least it is Tom King's future, his own little Elseworlds story that does not need to connect to the rest of the Batman mythos. So when it does do its own thing, I'm fine. Even the idea, it's like, okay, the Phantasm, it's a Phantasm story. We're going to finally bring Andrea Beaumont into the main continuity or whatever continuity in the comic book stuff here. And the thing is like, okay, I want to see how this is going to play out. I don't really care about the idea of like, let's continue on with the wedding. I want to hear a story that's going on. And if you're going to say Phantasm, okay, let's see that. And when Tom King came out initially for issue number one and pretty much said, yeah, the Phantasm's here. Just pretty much go watch Mask of the Phantasm. That's all the connection. Like, you know, he didn't do any of his own legwork to try to make it make sense within the comic book continuity. So right there, I was disappointed. But I wanted to see what we're going to do with this, especially because it's such a weirdly – pace story with the idea that Tom King is going to do a past, present, and future story all dealing with Bat and Cat and how we're going to get to um, – hopefully it all wraps around and makes sense by the end because it doesn't throw – like the way it's told, it's just here we're in the present and without telling you anything, we're in the past or we're in the future – it doesn't feel quite right. I'm getting on board well, with the way we he's said doing it, before. it now. It disjoints it. And and you have a pacing in a comic. And when you do what he's doing, it, it keeps throwing me off a you bit. You better if I keep had track actually, of what Catwoman costume well, Selena's wearing so you know exactly where you're at. And Gray that's the is thing. the present, black in the past. Yeah. And with that, when you have that trigger to, to do that. Wrinkles that's in the gonna, future. It's going to throw you off. Off a little because of the idea. Yeah, wrinkles, not in the costume. Uh, you end up where, like, if I'm there and I have to just for that second even say, okay, oh, we're in the past. Okay, we're here. Obviously, when Bruce is there, you know, there are other visual cues and stuff like that. But what ends up happening is at the end, I don't think that he is able to use these three separate timelines in a way that benefits the story into being better because by the end it all just runs together to me and i only remember the two big moments i only remember the the one line it's not like i'm like oh my god i kind of dig what we're doing with the past and the present stuff because that feels like it's telling one story and the thing that i was actually initially here for the phantasm story seems to be the sore thumb that's sticking out that doesn't feel like it's connected to anything else because it's just we're dealing with 
And what's weird is when we first started, and like you said, one of the things that I uh, originally got mad about Tom King, it became kind of our mantra a lot of times when we would discuss an issue, at points even having to pull it off the podcast, put it as a Patreon only because we're getting so much cuff, but it was the fill in the blank storytelling, you know, from one issue to the other, from one panel to the other, things aren't remember, whatever. I'm not having that, but like you said, when you start off with the phantasm, I'm going into this thing, well, I, I never read... Or I never watched the, you know, the Phantasm, Mask of the Phantasm. Let's go into this because most of the time, okay, it may be different. It may not be whatever, but you end up going and nothing was explained. So you're getting a introduction of a huge character in the animated universe into a comic, but never doing anything to get her there. Just saying, well, whatever you saw before happened. And so I did go off and watch it. I eventually and did you had watch a it. Great so time because it's I did. A great I loved movie. it. I did love it, except when she was talking about her mom. I'm like, she's crazy. Get away, Bruce. But you end up with the well, whole I don't deal. I did that in Smallville, and she's a gem. I'll give it crazy. I'll end up where you know that is something you can say. Well, look, Jim Tom King actually made you go and watch it. That's cool. I, I don't mind that. And. Then we haven't done anything with her since. I'm like, I wasted an hour. You jerks! I didn't waste it, but listen to me. (laughs) It ended up where I think I'm going to get more. And basically he, and, and where I'm saying, it's not that I cared because I did love it. But what I'm saying then is where you said, hey, they didn't introduce anything. Well, you haven't really done anything else since either. The phantasm's just there. And this is a thing that Tom King does a lot, does in this issue a couple of times. It's just scenes to be wow moments. They're not even say fan service because nothing happens, but it's just these wow moments. And then at the end, you do remember those, but a lot of the other things get lost in the shuffle, especially with three timelines. And the stuff you said to me as we began before we recorded that maybe you should cross off Batman on that cover. Oh, and yeah. This I is love, not a bad I love cat Catwoman. story. This is a Catwoman yeah. story. And I love Catwoman. And I know that a lot of people love Tom King's Catwoman because she is empowered. She is overpowered. She's the focus. Even here. Yeah, and she is the focus. And she was the main focus at points in the Batman book, which Batman fans would be driven nuts. But the, the way that Tom King and this all worked out, I think that him getting the 15 issues taken away, gets fired at issue 85. You can say, oh, he wasn't fired. All that talk. I think that it benefited everybody. I really do. Because you were allowed to take the time to get Clayman art on all that. People love it. If they don't, whatever. But you also get to have that deal where this doesn't have to be a Batman book. And it isn't yet. I mean, it's really a Catwoman book, but you don't have to get the guff for it. But it is kind of a weird deal to have this. I just wonder how many people that wanted the Batcat romance are you getting enough? Because it seems like the one timeline mainly is for a little love and a That's little the, kissing and a hug. All we're doing is in the yeah. present time. Like, Let's and make it's not enough love. in my mind for that. It, it's not enough where you want to see this great relationship and all this, whatever. And he, and he has gotten away from the bat and cat talk, bat, cat, bat, cat. But really all we're getting for bat, cat is, is it time for bed? Bruce, it's one in the afternoon. Afternoon delight it is. And they go off. That, that's what you get. But what you're getting with Selena if you're there for, oh, my God, I want the love, you know, the love story of the ages. But she is more of a gray area in this than she has been. And that's what's interesting to me and you. You me even is, told yeah, me that. Yeah. Well, yeah, let me, the let me idea. do my blur beer because okay, I talk yeah. about that at the end of the whole thing. Because we have Batman Catwoman number three written by Tom King with art by Clay Man, Tamea Moray, and Clayton Cowes. There's a story here. Hell, there's three stories here, and yet no one wants to deal with it. While the Joker is screwing over Batman and Catwoman in the present times by putting them on the Phantasm's radar, Catwoman is keeping her daughter distant about her involvement in the Joker's murder in the future. And in the past, Selena continues to break our heart as the Joker has decided to suss out whether or not Catwoman is a hero or a villain. And more and more, it's looking rather villainy. It is. Eric, you want to hear something funny to reveal how dumb I am? We do this a lot. I actually, the advent calendar credits page yeah. i'm looking and i'm like one two oh my god there is 12 who he did it <laughs> i actually didn't even realize that until now well, why didn't you think I, that would be a thing i don't know i thought there was more windows and i'm like oh well that didn't work out and i'm like let me count these oh my god 12 that's gonna deal and but actually in the roundabout deal that i thought as long as we don't get any sort of 
like set delay or actual delay come up. It is kind of a neat deal to set the book in, at Christmas and then kind of wrap around and it'll end next year oh, at no, Christmas. Really cool. So we'll continue that. I, I actually thought that that was a pretty neat and a way to kind of, you know, give the deal of starting in December and why they would do that and stuff like that. But yeah, you, you go into this and there was the big deal about the new suit there, Helena Wayne. And, and to me, this is where, again, you talk about the phantasm. Oh my God, there's the phantasm, whatever we don't, you just get Helena Wayne here. And the idea of her being here, I know that you even said, I, I wanted to see more of her growing up and stuff, but that doesn't fit the timelines in this no, book. No. But to me, I thought that it would. I thought that maybe if we're going to deal with Helena, if we're going to deal with things like this, why are we dealing with these timelines and not one where you have Selena pregnant, giving birth, going and raising the kid? You see the little I wanted to see little girl Helena learning things, maybe figuring out, oh, my God, my mom's cat woman, my dad's. Bad. But you just end up getting there and she's just there. Well, make sure that you, you know, tell on the DC rooftop. that because I think Tom King and Clay Mann are hoping that people talk about that. So we'll get another 12 issue series about Helena Wayne growing up and maybe, Tom King's but, weird future but in this that's like the fill in the blanks deal but he's getting bigger and bigger with these fill in the blanks like the phantasm where you're like you gotta go watch that now this like okay there she is and i didn't get the wow factor of her there because we've already seen her in multiple things pretty much at this age and so it kind of you know the the annual was when Bruce was dying. This is only a couple weeks after that. The other one where they're bare, this is a couple weeks. So I, I wanted more of that. I wanted a little more of Helena. You get here where, you know, with Tom King's deal, you have Dick Grayson as the commissioner. Commissioner okay. Grayson to you. And, and you start going with that, with the idea of that, you know, booster gold, booster shot. Like he likes to deal with these things. This is the fun that you can have with the future and also not really being in the regular timeline and stuff. So that's cool. I'm, well, I'm, no, I'm sorry. If, if fan, you want to so. tell a story, you can actually, that's not bad to have your own idea of what Gotham yeah. would look like in the future, yeah, especially so if you're going cool. off the idea of Bat and Cat getting together and having Helena Wayne, her growing up to be Huntress or Batwoman, whatever she is in this. Because do they actually come out and say who she is in this or is it? We're just going to go by Huntress because that's what it used to be. I'm going with Bat Cat. Is what I mean, I'm going with. Yeah, I, I don't you're going think she's going to being called Bat Cat. Yeah, I think she's going to do the both, and that's where we're going to get the. I, I don't think they actually say a name of what her superhero persona is. But when you go forward with this, you do have the, your fan moments like that. The idea of Dick Grayson giving up the vigilante life and just becoming Commissioner Grayson. This whole thing. I'm like. Yeah, that's something you could totally see happening, so it works fine here. Now, the idea that we're just going to stand around and talk about we found the Joker's body in Florida and stuff like that. And, like, you, when you and I were talking off the mic beforehand, it's just that we had the same problem in early Steve Orlando stuff, like, especially during, like, his uh, Justice League of America JLA. run and stuff like that. And his mid, yeah, and his Midnighter run and stuff like that, where people just end up talking, but nobody around them seems to be listening because they all have their one thing that they want to say. So it doesn't really jive together because – we have Dick Grayson just talking. We have Helena Wayne just talking. And it's all about the Joker and the connection, but it feels like they should be having a conversation about it, but it doesn't come off that way. And they're, they're all waxing poetic. And this is where, again, we talk, we joked, she stole the night. It's these lines that don't feel right like, in even when a dialogue. Helena, a body in Port Orange, Florida. Joy. But aren't you the commissioner of Gotham, Dick? It was an elderly man living alone in retirement community, throat slashed ear to ear, found him days after it happened. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're just monologuing now. This is not no, like, you know. You're, you're narrating. <laughs> you're not talking. This isn't like, oh, my God, Dick, they found a body in Port Orange, Florida. Do you know anything about it? Oh, yeah, they found him. He was and, wearing you know, makeup. He had makeup. Some had come off it, under the they're, makeup. They're, yeah. His they're skin talking was white. about right here. Do you We've think been looking that was the Joker? He That's wasn't in Florida. Talking. Yeah. And so you end up where they end that. His skin was white. And then you have Helena. We've been looking for him for 10 years. He wasn't in Florida. Okay, you're trying to get like there was a past deal or whatever. Now you get the worst dialogue in this entire deal. And me and you laugh because you were doing it in a Christopher Walken voice. I was doing it as William Shatner. It, it definitely doesn't sound like Dick Grayson where he's like, I remember the first time. How long ago? I was 12. I don't know. He's doing Half Rocket Man. Yeah, he's doing recommend. I don't know. Half grown. I was the partner, the sidekick having fun. Free flight. Time of my life. Bang, pow, blam. You just think of that. I'm sitting there. I'm talking to you. I'm like, yep, I used to have this other job, Eric. Great. Fun times. But then 
blam, pow, blam. Uh, it doesn't even make you be like, what do you, what do you want? Well, what's going on here? Because you, you don't I sound remember like- the first time long ago. <laughs> I was twelve. I don't know. Half grown. <laughs> and that, I don't know. Period. Half grown. Period. I, uh, who talks like this? I was the partner, the sidekick, having fun. Time of my life. Bang, and pow, these bam. are things that I do want to see, but I wanted to come together back because even then, when you you know turn the page and you go to the present time where the Joker is in witness protection, doing whatever you want to call it, because Batman he is afraid. Protection. Exactly, yeah. Batman protection Batman. because he's afraid of Phantasm come to kill. He's just dancing around for a page, just like you know, singing you know, uh, well, Christmas carols, and yeah, then you we have just to move get on. the Tom King add some song or passage or something like, else. The thing everything is, like, he does we have three different stories going on that's here. A waste Why of are panel we padding right out freaking the, the page? A waste count of page. Here? That's a waste of page right there. Uh, and people are saying, "Oh man, he does the Joker so well." And yeah, he does in this. There's some really good Joker deal. None of them dancing around singing Christmas carols. He's just there. Hey, let's get this page. You got the page count. And then you end up where you do have Batman and Catwoman watching that. You go back to the whole deal in that toy store that we like. Set piece in the past. Cool set piece. But even then, it's bam, pow, bang. You end up just a fight to grab Selena, grab, you know, Joker and say, you know, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? I wish I knew. And it's just not enough. You're padding a lot of this because well, then you the go to the future. We have all this stuff going on. Again, it's just so jarring going back and forth without any kind of knowledge that's happening. Like, you know, time frames put out there for you, just reading along. But even the idea, it's like, you know, we just had the Joker kill, was it Jacob the Lion, whoever's working for the Bertinelli crime family? And Selena was there trying to get the thing. But he killed him, and now that you like, you know, Selena's like, look, you need to get rid of all this stuff. I can't be connected. Take this medallion back that you like, you know, you gave me. I can't be connected to the murder you did because Batman's starting to trust me. I want to be with him. And now we do. She's beating the crap out of the Joker because now he's just gone off off panel in between scenes here and killed a bunch of people and sewed reindeer horns still like antlers to them. And now like he's going to find I don't your know reindeer. Why. That, didn't, doing that all this. didn't feel like the Joker to me as much. I'm like, what is he get, diving in the Professor Pig's deal? I mean, it is crazy and whatnot, but it's just there again. Like you said, everything between panels, between pages and things. But go on. I just that that kind of bothered me when she well, no, ended it, up saying, that being a sticking point. It doesn't bother me as not. As much as when we go to the future and we have Selena sitting there across from Helena in the future time, sitting at that big table, I like to imagine it's the same one from Batman eighty nine from when Vicky Vale and Michael Keaton are having, you know, soup. And also you you've had it a hundred times in Tom King's deal. At the one point yeah. you even had, I believe, you know, Bane and, and Batman on there in City of Bane and stuff like that. But even as we're sitting there, it's like, you know, I've gone over with all the lawyers, talked to the lawyers all day. Your father just left it all to me. As simple as that. And then like there's Helena. I saw Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then Selena, yeah. and when I go, yeah. Helena, it, it will, of course, be yours. They found something in Florida, a body. They think it's the Joker. Dick thinks it is. Yeah. This, this, now, seriously. The thing is, this, this back and forth where everybody's just saying their own things. I don't care for that, but I'm actually more mad that Bruce left everything to <laughs> Selena and the idea that when she goes, she's giving everything to Helena. I'm like, we had an entire bad family, you know, Bruce adopted Dick Grayson, Bruce adopted Tim Drake. You know, we have a lot of people in this. Damian Wayne is not mentioned once. This whole thing. I'm like, this, this has become Anna Nicole Smith, where the whole family of her elderly husband and she, he leaves everything to her. And the rest of the family's pissed off because this new wife came in and took They're everything. They're suing. They are suing. Yeah. She says, I'm going to leave everything to you then for her then. To, I mean. Just the idea, like you said, your father just left it all to me, as simple as that. I saw Dick today. <laughs> but then with that, Was it unsolicited? If, you, if you did, <laughs> you don't want that. If you didn't see Dick today and Dick wasn't in this book, then the idea of this would be intriguing to me of, oh, my God, like what happened to the rest of the Bat family? Well, you know, are they all dead? Is this a future where they all took the mantle no, the and ended is, up getting killed? But we already saw Dick. We saw Dick. I mean, we saw Bruce on his deathbed with the Bat family all around him. So we know they're still around. Hell, it looks like Gotham girls like, you know, shacking up or married with Duke. So. Yeah. We know well, what this I mean, future looks the like. Deal. They're going to have to get married, and she was supposed to kill him, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, so you end up where yeah, Bruce just you know, and I don't think this but is even something when we get done that this, maybe Tumping even thought through. Mother, did you hear me? Then go back to Selena. I was abandoned in a dumpster near the corner of Cade and Finger. My parents wanted me to die. In the cold, easy for them. I didn't die. Instead, I made the compromises you must make when you have nothing. I live my life in those compromises. 
I was re- they're running right. tests well, now. It's, it's it just keeps going. Home, Ma. Just think of that. She says, I live my life in those compromises. They're running tests now. I should know shortly. I will let you know as soon as I know. I became a cat and then I met a bat. I'm like, what, what's going on? Is anybody right, talking to each other? Shady time at home and it is, Ma. I got I you. Mean, really? I, you do that. Helena better be right with her. Or at least she doesn't have a good attention span. She's just saying what she wants. She just wants Mother, money. Mother, is everything all right? And now I'm the richest woman <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Nobody's listening and to each this other. this is all going on, we should jump back to the present where Phantasm is killing fools associated with the yeah, Joker. killing fools and all that. Joker looks like my, he thinks this is a vacation there One of my favorite Batman. parts about this whole thing, though, where we have the Magneto cell with it's the clear plastic that he's being kept in, in just a, like a middle of a dark warehouse somewhere batman is furious because he found the body of this guy fleischer who used to work for the joker and before the joker came and surrendered to batman looking for this protection that he's now in he tattooed on the inside of fleischer's mouth that that joker is with bat and cat so that the phantasm would find us and put the our heroes on her radar to make them a target i'm like all right you know what that is a great plan by the Joker because it's just causing utter chaos all the way around. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I did like that too. It is crazy, and and it is the idea of all this chaos going on and all this stuff going on where Joker thinks he's just free and clear. Batman says, "I'm going to let you go. Uh, I'm going to let you. She can have you. I'm sick of this." Yeah, right. I like it too. It's like he's just there. I'm done. I'm going to do this. All this stuff going on, and, and Joker just thinks, "Nah, you're not going to do it." And that's no, true not. because I go out there, I die. That means you kill me, and you won't let that happen, Mister Batman. And there's some cool deals here, but then it's kind of the same mo thing that he's doing with Selena as well. In a little bit, you know, the idea that he's thinking ahead of how they're supposed to act, how they will act, what's going on, and it's pretty cool. But just I'm telling you right now that the stuff with Batman doesn't really play off as anything for me, especially the stuff with him and Selena, because it is, you know, afternoon delight whenever time it is, because that's all they do that. And I think that the three timelines, okay, you got an idea with that. But you do not have to show them equally. You don't have to keep going back. If I don't see the loving time Bruce and Selena in one of the issues, I'm not really missing much. So kind of, you know, have those now and again. You don't have to have these all around because they throw me out. Looking at this whole thing now, when we go from the Joker laughing about the idea that Batman won't let him die and stuff like that, and we just jump to this time frame where we're in bed with Selena and Batman, he's talking about these little lacerations that he could see on her ankle or something like that. Like, Tiny little cat fight, another night in Gotham, I'm fine. And then they talk about the idea, I can help you. I, if we do this, Selena, I can't let anybody hurt you. I took this as a present day kind of situation, but this actually might be in the past, but I don't know. This could be any when besides the future. Yeah, it the could future. be like the idea of when we get married or maybe they're going to – I don't know. But We're even not even married, but when they first get together like after Hush or something like that where the idea is, look, if we're going to do this, they have to do this right and stuff like that. Or, you know, He's finally letting Selena in and she's letting him in because of all this. But it could be present day as well because even the idea when he says, you know, if we're going to do this, we have to do it right. I'm like, this could be, you know, the idea of them getting back together after the like, the wedding didn't happen and stuff like that. So I actually don't even know at this point. It's a little frustrating. Yeah. And then you end up, I'll make you feel a little better. I'm like, ooh, sexy. But then you have, you know, Dick Grayson and Helena on the case. She ends up calling back to Selena. They match some DNA, old crime scene. It's the him, Joker's mother. Dead. Joker's dead. She's like the world weeps. And at least she's talking oh, to her daughter actually, about what her actually daughter's actually talking about. Respond a couple times here because I guess that Helena really isn't that interesting to her unless you know you get real specific because well, she's, she's like, too much like her father. Yeah, well, she's like, we're gonna get down there, we're gonna go, we're gonna get. I know that we're, it's not in Gotham, it's down in Florida. That seems to be a little misplay of the deal. And hey, they asked to help, or he asked me to help, but we got jurisdiction because we dealt with them. It doesn't really, but, but it's a means to an end. You, you could just have it happen. I I don't mind that much. It's just the idea that you have to mention it as if it's the joke that you have to explain it is kind of fudging some stats here of what would be involved but you do want to be able to have helena and dick grayson be involved so like that's ah, joker it's a murder you know hey and then she's just like helena sometimes you sound just like your father and i it's don't such a like weird it concept though because helena is like you know thinking obviously there's a there's a mystery afoot because the idea that the joker would die weeks within the time where batman died her father bruce wayne and there's got to be something more to it and you know selena's just sitting there listening to her daughter on the 
the phone. I'm like, I suppose they were always tied, those two. They existed with each other, maybe for each other. And so they live together, they leave together. But it's funny because from what we're getting so far in this series, we're only at issue three of 12 issue maxi. It seems the more that we're dealing with is less of a Batman Joker connection and more of a Catwoman yeah, Joker yeah. connection. I think that that's which what really she's threw trying me to off do. Initially, because within Tom King's run initially in the Batman deal, Catwoman was saying how she was never a part of these psychopaths and murders. Especially with she jokes was and riddles. Thief. She ended up saying, yeah. I'm not going to pick sides because I, I'm just a burglar. I don't have But the more we see with, with this, it seems like she is tied in closely Batman 66 style. Yeah, yeah. And so you end up where, you know, you go then to the present deal and you get the phantasm then attacks Selena while she's in bed. You get a lot of... Your angel, you of, get your a little, angel yeah. of death awaits Selena. I know what that means, Eric. And, and then you also... You watch the movie. You see some TNA and stuff and people do have problems but you end up having a big fight and selena in her undergarments with no weapons is able to pretty much at least have a you know a draw they're both knocked out there yeah. and whatnot i don't know i mean this is somebody with a big cleaver hand and things and she it's just like she's got a big bladed knife but you have Catwoman. what does Catwoman normally have with her it's like it's not like you always see her use her whip or even her claws she is in a skin tight cat suit which essentially she just doesn't even need a cat suit now because she's in skin tight the problem nothing. is is the, the selena i like and the Catwoman i like doesn't really get in the fist of, you know mano y mano bare knuckle brawling she's she does but better she- could that, if she wanted she to. She ends up just ripping through, you know, the fantastic. Well, they, they tussle back and forth, and she pushes her through a window that puts them on even ground. And so you end up laying where they're laying next to each other, very <laughs> the much main like ground, the very the outside ground, yeah, very much like the uh, the Batman forty nine, where you had the Joker and Selina laying in the church. Uh, but then you go then to see more of the Flash flashback, and it. Well, is that's the thing the is before you get to that even flashback, because I like the scene between you know Phantasm coming for Selina because the Joker has put them on this her on this path. But the background where Selena is laying there and you have this narration over an intercom, a voicemail, I don't know, of Bruce Wayne. Cat, I just got an odd message from Mansion Security, a backup system hiccup. I don't think it's anything. Something Alfred would have dealt with. She is in a fight for her life right now. And he's just going to match his Malona's meeting with the supplier in a few minutes. I'm like, you're just playing freaking, you know, dress up games. And people seem to know Selena is Catwoman, right? Like they know that. Yeah. And they also seem to know that she's dating or at least hanging with Bruce because the Joker keeps bringing it up. You would have. Well, I think some people in the I'm select underground. You, I know. think that everybody knows that they. Even when we have other things that aren't necessarily connected to this, the idea. Oh, what are you done with that? You know, this is pretty much out in the open to me with the underground. That's who would be coming for Selena. That's who would have a hiccup in the thing. The minute that that gets tripped, you better get your ass back there because somebody's come to at least. You know, maybe steals, but attacks Selena. And he's like, is he over? World's greatest detective. Uh, And so he's like, and even that's the thing. It's not, oh, my God, something must have accidentally tripped. It's a glitch, which that would be more appropriate to somebody trying to get him to kill. And, And so he doesn't he's not able to realize that. Then he's talking, in my mind, on a voicemail. But he's yelling like my mom does when she calls and the voicemail hits. Cat, she thinks Cat, that, you hear she me? thinks that it's a, a you know an answering machine that I can hear. No, and he, can you hear me? I don't know this tech nowadays. What press five? Yeah, beep boop beep boop. Oh my god, I don't know what this is. But I would have liked Ace to come in here and kind of protect Cat. Cool. The idea that the dog of the house is protecting the cat of the house from the phantasm out of nowhere. There's something that you know Andrea didn't encounter or something, like that. or even Titus as well, and maybe even. Alfred the cat that you know Damien named is something on because there are animals in the mansion that should you know at least be protective to a degree. Comes call him a bat hound. Comes out. Oh my god! Good job, bat oh, cow. Luckily, you sounded you the, the horn. Uh, you end and who's up, been taking care yeah, of you? You end up uh, where. This is kind of a cool deal because you do have them both passed out there down on the grounds and whatnot. And again, a lot of things in this are going to end up pointing Selena to be connected with the Joker. If if Batman comes and says, okay, the phantasms and going after people who are associated with the Joker, why would he do like that? That's pretty cool. If that would be, I think that they skedaddle. Yeah, but the whole but- thing is it really, I'm telling you, that could be the way that she has found a connection between Catwoman and the Joker, but right away it's on front street because of what the Joker left in Fleischer's mouth and tattoo. Joker is hiding with Batman no, and Catwoman. No. Yeah, but still the idea of the idea, you know, Selena 
going behind Batman's back and still dealing with the Joker and things like that. I think that that's another, you know, pointing the deal. So I'm not saying pointing the phantasm anywhere. I'm saying pointing Bruce to no, that would be you know, the cool the twist because you'd expect the reason that the phantasm is attacking because of the tattoo in Fleischer's mouth that the Joker no, left yeah, for her yeah. to find. Or maybe she actually found the connection deeper to than the that deal. that leads back to this our, our past story. Because then we go to the flashback and. Again, it's a it's a really cool scene. It's a really cool scene with the. It makes no lick of sense, but it, it nothing with the Joker does. So it works out. I wish he would have it's stepped out of setting. this though. It's, yeah, it's, it's a set it's piece. Like the setting doesn't matter here. It's just all about the, what they're talking well, about. Well, and that's is what kind of the here. deal where you go through that, and I'll even say the opposite happened with the Phantasm fight, like you pointed out. You have the setting, which is cool. You have the Phantasm coming into the mansion, fighting Selena. And then you have this dialogue that means nothing with Bruce. You, do you hear me, Selena? Like nothing ever is everything hitting. It's always something is cool, but it doesn't really make sense. But the dialogues, like everything is is weird when you get books like this where Tom King seems to be writing it more as like something that would start in prose and then be put into a comic, things like that, that just don't play out as well on the page in my mind that nothing jives together. Well, that's the problem with the series so far. Like I said, we're only at issue three. This is like, you know, we're a quarter of the way done. we got a lot of series left, but it's just that every time I go into this, I'm like, holy shit, there is a story here. I just wish that we would finally get to it at some point because it seems like we're going out of our way every issue to not tell that story and go down a different direction that is not as interesting interesting in my mind and hopefully it all does culminate together at the end to make one good gooey ass ball that i want to put in my mouth and read again you know then i end up where the idea where the, tom king he gets kicked off the batman i don't book. think my analogy works i know but i admit you end up where we were in the you know we were on the front lines there where we we're hearing all these things from behind the scenes dc people telling us oh my god he got kicked off they're not going to do anything oh my god The fans are erupting. They're going to do a one-shot deal to end all of it. And then it was going to be a two, then a six, now a 12, because Tom King is known. He's the 12-part guy. And I think that the problem might have been is getting the idea. Now, people will will say to me, but Jimmy had 15 issues planned. Please believe me, this guy doesn't plan anything that far ahead. The idea that he said, I have 100, that was just said to just do that. And I've been told by many, many other writers and editors at DC, and this isn't a, a shape. He doesn't like to think ahead because he likes the story to kind of develop and surprise even him. That's his MO. That's why a lot of times they don't end great. But the idea that this is 12 issues, right? Yeah, puddlers, you know, or Barda's eyes changing color, the fritzing. So you end up where he's getting a 12-issue miniseries to end this. And maybe it's too many issues. Maybe it needs. And and what I'm trying to actually say is maybe they should have asked them the story, write it out. And then let's see how many issues you have. Not just it's 12 issues because it's already padded at points. And, and it's kind of getting to me, but fans love them. So they will end up, you know, going with it all. And I, that's their MO. But the thing is, it just feels padded. And by the end, I just end up like, okay, well, I really like the one story, but I don't know why we have to have the kissing and the huggins. And then that part felt weird. And then this part was just narration because you only gave one page to it, but then Joker's dancing around singing. And, and so by the end, I'm just, it, it is like an enigma to me of what is going on and how long we're going to have to wait for the big moments and things because. It's at the end of this issue, which I realized, so like, even though we had two issues before that have strictly for the most part dealt with Catwoman, that I realized this is a Catwoman story that is almost, you know, talking about what we had the problem with going into this. The idea that Catwoman told us she is not like these other villains. She does not associate with them. She is a thief, not a murdering psychopath. And when you go to this whole thing where she is just back in the past, she is picking a safe, unlocking a safe, doing whatever thing, cracking a safe, I think the term is, but the Joker has stuck himself inside waiting for her to do this. Like a, this, I'm telling you, it's a weird visual. It bothered me. I thought about it all night. And the more I thought about it, I realized I kind of like it because of how creepy it is. But the idea that the Joker is here to talk to Selena, he is now playing her to the idea like, oh, look, you don't want to be associated with me because you're afraid of what it will do with you and Batman and stuff like that. You don't want to be put in the same you know, realm that Batman thinks of me as. So the idea that he's here to tell her, 
I am going to kill a bunch of people at this point tomorrow outside. You can now run along and tell Batman, and then you'll, he'll know that you've been talking to me. Well, you can go and solve it yourself, but he is the world's greatest detective. If you go out there and stop it, he'll look further into it and find out why you're doing that. Or you could just let it go, and I could just kill these people, and nobody will be there to stop me. And we're going to prove, are you more Catwoman or you are Batman? The idea that we're going to play with the idea, is Selina the anti-hero? Is she more of a hero or a villain? Is she willing to let all these people die to maintain her lie to Batman, to keep this thing going? I'm like, this is an interesting part of the story. I want to see more of this. But like, we're going to deal with this whole idea where this is the past. We still have the Andrea Beaumont story in the future with Phantasm, and we still have you know idea in the future with you know Our future. Helena tracking down who killed Our the Joker, farthest which future. may be more t- exactly, which may be more tied into what we're dealing with the past than actually Andrea Beaumont Phantasm stuff. So like, like I said at the beginning, the Phantasm stuff. While I came in wanting to see that, it is sticking out like a sore thumb, like it doesn't belong. But hopefully, as we progress. It'll all come it is, together in that gooey little so fucking weird. ball I was talking about. It's so weird, the, the gooey balls. The idea where <laughs> I ended up saying that first, well, he put the phantasm in, but why? Because this really seemed to be the the finishing love letter to all the fans of Batcat, all these things where, you know, they, and then you added that. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's trying to get other people involved, you know, we'll get in. But then you kind of leave that behind. This is where I'm saying you get changing focus around. Now, I want to see because, you know, he does write a little fill in the blank type of story. I'm filling in the blank to the seven other nights that joker was hanging out in other safes that selena never showed up and he's like all right i'm gonna wait three more hours if she doesn't come here i'm out because she knew where she knew exactly where she was going she's there we don't have any idea where that is or what's going on you end up having some pearls that you know symbolic or whatnot but still i like to think that he made sure that he was the ones who like you know whispered down the lane kind of thing but we don't know that it's just there as a wow moment mastermind And the thing is where I kind of laugh about it because if I do end up saying like, well, I don't understand how would you know that a lot of people who are fans of Tom King will say he's Joker. That's the Joker. But that's the problem is most of Tom King's run was based on a lot of the people going the opposite with Batman, that they had been sick of hearing, well, it's Batman, it's the Bat God, and now we get this, and now all of a sudden you get so fantastical, but it works for me. I'm just saying that I want to see the other times so we didn't that get didn't that work Tom out. King's run. We got, well, it's Catwoman. Well, that's not what they say. We got a humanized <laughs> Batman is all we kept hearing about, and me and you were waiting. People still think that. I still say, oh, that was the more human Batman. What? Did human mean not talking to us kids? Well, yeah, for me it does. But also just being miserable. <laughs> I mean, Basically, if you sit there you and say, you saw a mirror and you didn't the like funny it in thing your I got books. just as a little side deal for Tom King's Batman for people who are fans or not. The idea where you end up having just anybody, I could go and ask my kids who haven't read a comic, or I could go and you say, What is the characteristic of Batman? Most of them will say, eh, he's kind of miserable. That, that not Bat God. And Tom King fans are like, oh, man, we went against that Bat God, which is the big thing about him. No, no, no. He's miserable. And he that's all we got. We didn't get anything different. And then he, like, he didn't deal with his kids. He ended up letting people die while he's dressing up as Magnum P.I. Doing nonsense, Eric. But this is not bad. I actually and then you end with, you know, Selena talking with the clues because Helena comes back. They're back at their no talking to each other table, but they're actually listening at this point. And like, I was in Florida yesterday at his apartment. Oh, how was it? Any clues? No, mother. It was clean. And then you end. And I'm like, all right, well, does that mean we're done with that investigation? We're just going to leave the Joker behind there because the idea she found a of cat it. Hair. She's you know, lying, really, Jim. I'm telling you, she, she, just the idea of like the connection between father and, and the Joker. Now, with that, you had a theory that uh, Andrea's kid was actually brute, but we're not even dealing with anything. Well, that's the thing is that's how it started our story off the idea of Andrea Beaumont coming back in the town after the mask of the phantasm movie, because she has been away for 14 years, afraid of what the Joker would do if he ever found her. But her son ran away from where they're living abroad, came back to Gotham to try to find his father, whoever that may be. And he trusted the wrong people and ended up getting murdered by the Joker. That's how Batman found him because Andrea came to him. Bruce, I need you to find my son. And Bruce did find her dead son. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, she left right after the Mask of the Phantasm. Apparently, you know, was pregnant right after that. I'm like, 
is Bruce Wayne. And you're supposed to be led that Andrea it's Beaumont's. Joker, but now you get the idea that it's Bruce. And well, I would never think that Joker is the father just because that's how what they left things saying. in the Mask of the Phantasm. I'm saying that. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, though, you didn't really know. We may end up going back to seeing more. Who knows? Because he didn't set anything up at that time. My problem is we don't know anything about Andrea. She has now become just the Phantasm, just this ghost deal that comes and says her line and goes we're not dealing anything with her and now that the joker has killed her son she's become the phantasm mm. again and killing again, anybody though, involved you could with the end joker. up with the the story where she's still going around andrea she's talking to bruce doing this trying to do that now she is just like she has left you know andrea behind and i'm afraid that all it's going to be is her just walking around saying the line and we're not going to get any deeper and we'll never find out anything about that son because that's just kind of been pushed aside uh, we may get back to more. We may actually get an issue down the line that is a flashback of everything she did before she left and what she did while she was gone. But who knows? But as of now, I can only think that that's kind of left behind because of what we're dealing with now. And the focus is just on Catwoman, barely on Bruce or anything like that. And I don't know. I'm just hoping that it ties around somewhere, like I said at the beginning, for the reason that the Catwoman would want to kill the Joker in the future after Bruce doesn't have his judgmental eyes on her. The idea that maybe because of her involvement with the Joker in the past that somehow she leaks information because she is close with Batman and Bruce Wayne. The idea where Bruce starts talking about Andrea, leaks the information about where she is and like Joker starts, you know, setting out stuff to like, you know, a little bait to get the kid back here because it is Batman's kid, something along those lines. And then, you know, he ends up killing Batman's kid. Supposedly this is all in my head canon, what I'm working with right now. And ultimately, it's because of what Catwoman does that leads to this. So why she can't forgive herself and, we'll and has see. to murder the Joker. And one of the funny things is, is the idea that, and it doesn't make sense because of what we already complained about with Selena, like, you're the one who's going to get the money, Helena, all to you. And then at the end, like, oh, my God, there was somebody else that would have been. But you already have a whole bat family that got avoided as well. So, And like, even at the end of this whole thing, when we have the idea that Huntress here was in Florida going over the crime scene and is back talking to her mother about what she found is huntress protecting her mother here by saying it was clean by taking the evidence or is she playing her mother trying to say like I it think was clean she must to be see playing what she'll do dick's is she going detective dick would have seen it and and he's not going to protect her she put him out of the will eric we heard that tear he's not going to be rich he wanted to be the richest man in the world but he's not uh but yeah overall i'm at a seven five i think the art's good i wish that we weren't getting too clunky with these timelines it does throw me off still it's one of the things that we're just gonna have to deal with throughout all this it seems and i need something to go now again if you end up with that one timeline oh that's going to be important later then you like i said you don't need to keep showing us the loving times you know hey let's and it's not even like oh man they see that i see they're in love like that's the bat cat no they just go and have sex that's what a lot of that is so leave that love is isn't mm, it yeah for you leave that aside a little and get to the main things but you're already you know, kind of, you're already (laughs) extending page count with some things, but I still like it enough. And I still think there's a story and I do like seeing it as a Catwoman story, almost as if Tom King always wanted to, it seemed like he did, but he was in a Batman book. So I can't really do it. But now, Hey, what the hell, even though Batman's on the cover, which, you know, but I can tell my Selena story that I wanted to show how cool she is. And I actually like that. Um, So I'm going to go seven, five. What would you give it? I'm going to go seven. I was at a six, five initially because while I do like the art in this a lot and I have the like, you know, I think about the story and what it could be going on. So it gets me thinking. I do think about it. So that leaves a lasting impression on me, which raises it up a bar. It's like we talked about the beginning of this review here where every time you want to deal with something, it always falls apart because you don't get exactly what you want. Where like, all right, we got a great future scene. Here's Huntress. Here's Commissioner Dick Grayson. And their dialogue is wooden and nobody's listening to what they're saying. It's just weird dialogue. And here's a fill-in page of the Joker singing for no apparent reason. I want more out of this. And every time I think, okay, here, we're going to do some stuff. We get normal Tom King bullshit just thrown in to pad out the pages. And I'm like, I don't want this. I'm going to tell you one thing, though, with some of the things, Heroes in Crisis, which a lot of people didn't like, Eric. But you were getting clues at the beginning. The Puddlers, you said it before. The Puddlers did it. And then we're, we're, what the hell is a Puddler? We're looking up. And that ended up just being explained at the end. Oh, I did that to throw you off. And it drove us nuts. We had a lot of things in Mr. Miracle where people, beloved series, we didn't like it as much because 
There were a lot of clues that were thrown out there that meant nothing. What I like about this, this is more about Catwoman in general. This isn't about specific clues or solving really a case because we know she killed the Joker. So he's not playing that game. He's not giving us these but clues. Why? But that's the thing. I don't mind the idea of motivation and, you know, are you good or bad? That isn't exactly a mystery like he usually tries and fails. I think that the idea of motivation, what she is, what's going on in the back, I think that it's playing out better. You don't have to chase the clues. We're just trying to figure out. And, and even us saying, I think that it's going to be this. This isn't based on that's just we're reading and we think but if it doesn't end up like that you're not gonna say oh man he duped me that jerk no that was you just kind of trying to put things together you know what i mean but it's not like barda's eyes change color that must mean this that and the other thing because that's a specific clue he's actually letting us in on what is the big you know procedural mystery where the real mystery is you know did batman figure out things what's going on how big and involved catwoman was in there and we're seeing it more and more so i think Even that he's playing it off bruce good. wayne isn't the father of andrea beaumont's son i do by the end want to know who that is though i want to know who the father is and why he came back and stuff like that because that is the thing that sets up our mystery our entire story and it's just thrown out there like, okay, the death of a child. Let's go, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you start. I want more out that's of it. That's how you start. Tell King Lux, I told you. It's always that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little more positive. And uh, yeah, the people seem to not be going gaga. I'm talking reviewers who usually go Lady Gaga times 10. And they're kind of like you know, a little laid back with this and kind of giving it. This one got an 8-1. I'm looking now at aggregate score, which is good. Um, yeah. But I think that people with all the things that happen with Tom King and all these other books, they're, they're actually, you know, looking at it a little more, more reserved, you know, a little more, you know, you can't keep giving things tens when the story takes 12 issues. And that's the problem with him. Uh, Watch me. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, really hold my beer. But yeah, I, I like it enough. So we'll, we'll continue, I'm sure. And you liked it enough, I think, as well. So that'll be that. But what we're going to be talking about this weekend for the main podcast, a lot of Future State stuff, Eric. Future State Shazam number two. You like that, right? Future State Nightwing number two. Future State Catwoman number two. If you want a little more of the cats. And then if you want some of the bats, Eric. Future State the next Batman number four as we start Jace? ending a lot of these things. Jay slash Tim. I I really, as a spoiler alert, I really wanted Luke to call him Jace, but we'll, we'll maybe get that down the line. I, I want this thing now because of my own little headcanon from J- Future State Justice League, where we have you have the Bat Cat book now, but let's go to Future State with the Bat Green Lantern book, where it's Jason Joe Mullen are a couple. Yeah, you just want that. You're gonna keep forcing that one in. It'd be a nice couple there. I'd go with it, Eric. I'd like it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to listen to that, that's on our regular feed. Also, this past week on our Patreon feed, you go to Patreon.com/slash Weird Science, and you can end up listening to our spotlight show two books that were picked by the badasses to get fresh croup beep boop they picked future state immortal wonder woman number two and future state superman worlds of war number two i will tell you we may not have liked those as much as some others eric hopefully future state house of l next week comes together and makes it all worthwhile we shall see but that's that. Go over to the Patreon. Go over to the regular feed. But thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed us talking about this. Eric, what do we say at the end? I don't know. Go on ape. Hey, you said something last week, and it was different from the others. So we're going to go with yeah. going ape. <laughs>